You know the vibes. Welcome to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast, presented by NBA 2K23. Mo Moosey and PJ Armstrong. PJ, have you looked at Twitter today? Have you seen the Twitter feed today? Uh, I have not, Mo. What's going on? What's the going people on? Get me are showing up. love. So today, <laughs> Spotify released what's called Spotify Wrapped. And if you're a user of Spotify, BJ uses iTunes because he's old school. So he doesn't dare yes, use I'm, I'm unless a, he's I, old I, school that's, that's, yes. But um, for us Spotify users, they give you a nice little wrap up of everything you've been listening to this year. So it tells you which oh, artist you've nice. listened to the most, which song you've been listening to the most. Shout out to Marlon Craft. I was representing, that's the homie, most listened to. Shout out, shout out. But it also shows you, BJ, which podcasts you listen to the most. Mm. And today, I was in a very mm. important meeting. And I ha- and BJ, you know me, I never turn my phone off. Right. I had to turn my phone off. Oh. Because so many people were sending screenshots saying that we are their most listened to podcast of the year. Wow. My notifications were blowing up. And I was, too, I was just sat in this meeting, smiling like an idiot. And everyone's saying, Mo, why are you so happy? And I'm like, just look at the feed. Just look at the people. <laughs> look at the people who have listened to us. There's people who have listened to us. Oh, man, I don't even know how many minutes. There's there's some, some crazy, crazy listeners who have listened to almost every episode that we put out. 6,000 minutes worth of our voices. Some of them, 7,000 minutes. Wow. It's crazy. Wow. So to all of you guys who, who use Spotify and have us in your top podcast of the year, especially to those who have us at number one, because I saw some people and they had other, I saw someone have JJ Redick at number one. I saw someone have Draymond Green ahead of us. It's all love with you guys. Don't get me wrong. But we need the number one spot. Next year, I want to be number one on everyone's shows. But the amount of people who had us at number one, BJ, I, I tried to count it up. I lost count. The amount oh, of people, wow. I, I'm going to make a list. I'm going to make a list of, you know, everyone who had us at number one. And um, I'm going to reward the people. How we're going to do that is going to be revealed soon. But, but just know that the loyalty and the realness will be rewarded because it means the world to us. People who have listened to us for thousands and thousands and thousands of minutes, hundreds of hours. Yes. Yes. We salute you. And that's why we do this. Yes. Yes. Well, I can't, I, I'm just humbled by, by this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so much fun every day for you and I to come on and talk about basketball, talk basketball with you, interact with 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 our listeners and 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 the people who you know are checking for us, so we're just going to keep giving them great content. Mo. We're just going to keep talking about basketball, talking about the game we all love, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone, the listeners, you, me, the game, and um, so you know, yeah. Thank you. I, I saw. I, I I'm humbled that people. You know, are you know replying and 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 feel comfortable enough to let us know. So it's love. You know, um, yeah, it's 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 all love. So okay. no, appreciate it. Thank you. And, and I've uh, had some I've had some really nice messages. BJ don't use Instagram and any of that, but I've had some really nice messages. People saying that we've helped them get into basketball 
We've helped them rediscover their love for the game. So I just want to say right. thank you because that's why we do this. We do this show exactly. every day. Over 200 episodes in a year. No one else is putting in work like this. I, I, BJ and I record this. I produce it, edit it, promote it, clip it up, put it on social for you guys. That's why we do this, to spread the love of the game, to spread the wonderful knowledge that Mr. Armstrong shares with us. I've had people come oh, up no, to me in the streets, the game. BJ. <laughs> BJ, I've had people come up to me in the streets this week talking about your Air Force Ones. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. That yeah. is funny. All, that is funny. It's all love. It's all what's like, going on out there in the game? Speaking of the game, what's going on out wow. here, Bo? So, one of the best ga- no, 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 the best game so far this season, in my opinion, was the game that we talked about yesterday. The Golden Which State was? Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, went down to the wire. We can't get away from Dallas right now. We, no. we, we're, <laughs> we can't get away can't from get Dallas, away. and Luca can't get away from the record books. Another forty-point triple double. Surpassing Wilt Chamberlain, I believe. If your name's mentioned next to Wilt, it's historic. What a game. How about that? What a game. If you guys, I I promise you, if you only watch highlights, if you want to watch one full game, go back and watch this. We had an ejection, Spencer Dimity. What's going on with Jordan Poole? Why is everyone trying to break his face? First it was Draymond Green. (laughs) Now now it's it's, uh, Spencer Dimity. That was a a, a nasty hit. Yeah, that was a nasty hit. Yeah, he got ejected. Golden State thought that they'd run away with it. Dallas stayed around. Josh Green hit some big shots, but Luca was just doing everything, man. Right. Luca was just doing everything. Steph was doing his thing. Steph got called for a travel on what could have been the game-winning shot. Right. Was, a, was it 10 or 15 travels that were called in that game? It was the season well, inter- Interesting, because there's an emphasis now put on traveling. I know, I wanted to get your thoughts. You know, on every this. year this the is, NBA... Yeah, the the NBA every year makes, you know, they they, they make an emphasis or they, they have an emphasis to try to clean up the game for the integrity of the game. And and look, I I get it, I understand it. I mean, sometimes even I, right, was a huge advocate, you know, for the players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but sometimes, well, you know, you'll see a player take a travel, you like, you know. Come on, you can't let a guy that, take that. Five Steph Curry one, just let him shoot the ball, man. Come on, we're on the edge of our seats. <laughs> we don't want to call it a travel. I didn't even think that was a travel. I mean, it, it was because what he, get, it, he moved his pivot foot. So it like technically, when you watch the replay, it was a travel. But it's the NBA. We've seen players get away with. <laughs> we've seen worse. Yeah, yeah. So, however, however, um, you know, I, I'm okay with that. You know, and the reason I'm okay with this call or them calling this. The referees calling it like this is because the players are incredibly resilient. The players are incredibly adaptive. They will adapt. That's the that's a that's the great thing about these NBA players. They will adapt, and they will adapt to the game and how the game is being called. So, all you want is a consistent whistle. If you're calling it that way. Call it that way for everyone. If you're calling it that way on the perimeter, also call it that way when guys are driving to the basket. Mm-hmm. That's a, but just be consistent. So I'm okay with it. If that's the way they're going to call it, fine. I will adapt. However, if it appears to be that the referees are picking and choosing when to call it, mm-hmm. then that's when you're going to have a problem. It's a 
it's a travel on this player, but not a travel on that player. So, so the days. thing I respect about it is they call the travel on a star player I go in a key today. moment of the game. So I, I respect that. There were 10 travel calls in the Golden State-Dallas game, six in the New York-Detroit game, and another three in the Clips-Portland game. That's 6.3 per game, five times last season's average of 1.3. Four mm-hmm. times this October's average, 1.7. A massive crackdown on travels across the NBA. Now, of all things they could call, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, did I really watch games last season and say I wish they were calling travels? No. It's not EuroLeague. That's the beauty of the NBA. It's designed to promote scoring. Let the players play. But having said that, it leads to tying up everyone's fundamentals and, you know, maybe better basketball in the long run. Who knows? I'm okay with it. As long as, 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 long as they're consistent on the perimeter and driving to the basket. If they, if, if the players will adapt. So, you know what? These guys are practicing every day. If you know how the referees are going to call it, you, you'll, you'll make the proper adjustments and it'll be fine. So we have some news and update, two notable updates. That okay. number one, we're going to discuss both of these, but Buck star Chris Middleton is nearing his season debut potentially as soon as Friday against the Lakers. What's Lake, going on with Chris, by the Lake, way? Lakers can't catch a break. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then number two, James Harden is targeting a return on a current three-game road trip, likely in Houston on Monday. So let's start with Chris Middleton and the Bucks. He okay. went, got assigned to the G League team to go and practice with them. Everyone was probably confused. And like, oh, he's playing for the G League. No, he just went to practice, get some reps in. So he doesn't have to travel with the NBA team. And now he's going to make his return. What's going on with Chris, by the way? What's 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 the injury? Because, you know, I, I, it's been a lot of speculation when he's going to come back. So and, it was a wrist and, surgery he had in the offseason. Oh, okay. It wasn't okay. the MCL sprain that he had in the first round of the playoffs last year. Okay, that's yeah. Okay, that's what I was because he he missed the, the ten games in the postseason with the MCL sprain and MCL. then they lost to the Celtics. So he's fully recovered from that. Yes, and he had a wrist surgery okay. in the off season. I'm not sure what the exact injury was with his wrist, but for a shooter mm-hmm. like Chris, it's good to hear that he's back healthy. The Bucks okay. have been holding it down though. What are they? Fifteen and. 14 and five without him second in the East. Hey, Giannis is Giannis is great. Giannis is fine. Wherever he's at, they'll figure it out. Well, there have been talks about Grayson Allen being traded and his name being put out there by the Milwaukee Bucks. And now for what, what are they looking for? Well, it's front court depth that they're looking for because obviously Brooke Lopez missed a lot of time with injuries last season Giannis can't do everything and you want to keep Brooke kind of fresh. So I think they want some depth in, in the front court and Mm -hmm. um, his name has been in trade talks. And now with Chris coming back, that makes him even more dispensable. I guess I want to shout out to Javon Carr who played really well at the point guard spot, you know, Mm -hmm. with some of the smaller Mm -hmm. lineups they go with. Um, He's been doing good. Um, But now I think that it opens the door to Grayson Allen to be traded the Phoenix Suns, who a lot of people said that middle, uh, not Middleton, Allen could be traded for Crowder. Um, the Phoenix Suns want a power forward in return for Jay Crowder, which makes sense. The number one to... seed in the Western Conference, Phoenix Suns? Without, Phoenix Suns? without Jay Crowder, without Chris Paul for half this season so far, and without Cam Johnson, who's out with his Achilles, they want a power forward Should in return we... for Crowder. Who's Should out we... with their Achilles? 
Who's Cam, out Cam with Johnson. Their Achilles? Was, was there not an Achilles for Cam Johnson? Was it a, no, I thought it was a knee. I thought it was just a knee. Oh yeah, my bad. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, I was gonna say meniscus and Achilles. Yeah, yeah, meniscus. Medical. It, it, you, listen. <laughs> I never made it as a doctor, much to the dismay of my parents. And this is exactly why. I'm pretty sure okay. to this day they'd be happier if I went and became a doctor now, despite everything I'm doing in basketball. But that's besides the point. Anyway, the Phoenix Suns want well, to get can, we, can we say this? Can we say this? Devin Booker should but be in the MVP conversation. Put him in that conversation. In okay, that's okay. That's okay. We agree. You and I agree. That's okay. Let's move right along. He, we don't have to move on. We can talk about this if you if you want to talk about this for a little bit. Yeah, I just talk about him. I want to talk about Jason. Forty nine. Talk about Jason Tatum. Just make sure we talk about Jason Tatum too. But we don't need to. What, what's understood yeah. does not need to be explained, my friend. <laughs> you all know Jason Tatum is comfortably a top three MVP player this year. But we could talk Just about Devin Booker. We could talk about well, Devin let's Booker. Let's talk about Devin for a little bit. I had a message from a listener a of the show and they messaged me saying, who do you think is going to win the West? I think the Suns will win the West in the regular season, but I think they'll flop in the playoffs again. Do you think that this is the year? Because every year I say this to you. I've said it on TV so many times. For the Suns to get to the finals again, or to win the finals, Devin Booker has to be a superstar. We've seen him play like a superstar in games, but we need to see him do it in a seven-game series for the whole time. He didn't do it in the NBA Finals. He didn't do it against Dallas. We need to see him make that leap from a really, really, really good player, from an all-star player, to a superstar player. Do you think this is finally the year that we see that? Because that changes the whole dynamic. Well, yeah, it's yeah. not Chris Paul's good, Booker's good, Aiden's good. It's this is Devin Booker's team. He's a superstar, and this is the supporting cast. Well, you know, it, it, it's always interesting. You know, when you have these players, you know, it. it's always something, right, that, and I say we, the media or critics or what have you, will put out in front of a player, and say, well, he's not a great player. Well, why is he a great player? Well, he, he can't be a superstar, okay? When you start playing in the conference finals, in the NBA finals, you know, listen, when you play against uh, Giannis, Giannis is the best player in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Okay? <laughs> now, in order for you to beat him in a seven-game series, you could beat them one game. Maybe you can beat them two games. But it's going to take some superhuman efforts. All right? And I'm talking career efforts from multiple people to beat Giannis. Just ask the Celtics last year. Yep. Grant Williams, Al Horford. Superhuman. I mean, okay. I mean, those guys will I'll, – I'll say it here. I don't think those guys will ever play a game like that again. But they, they did it. <laughs> well, hope we they hope they do. But Al Horford was he was so good that one game in the playoffs last year that you had to like applaud him. Mm. And then out of nowhere, Grant Williams comes up with the game of his life. Now give those guys credit for showing up in and, and Tatum okay? that game six on the road to keep the series alive. Tate, well, I'll tell you, he was he was he was he, I mean, okay. Now is it fair for me to sit here and say I'm expecting Devin Booker to do that for four games? Is he capable of having a game? It, yes. it, it might not be fair, but it's what has to happen if you're going to play against a team of that caliber. <laughs> That's it's what not I'm fair saying. Now, to play against Giannis, but you have to you do know it. What I mean? You you have to do. It. <laughs> it's not fair, so, DJ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, 
I'm not going to go down there and say Devin Booker is not a superstar. And the reason being is because I, I, I've watched this young man for quite some time now. And it's two things I love about Devin Booker. Well, it's three things. One, I love his competitive spirit. Okay. He really, he's a very competitive player. Second, offensively, Bo, that man, that, that man can put that ball in the basket. <laughs> okay. He's, he's a terrific offensive one-on-one player. Okay. And the third thing I really like him, Mo, is I've, I, I've never seen him run away from a matchup. He takes on his matchup on both ends of the court. He's just not an offensive juggernaut where he doesn't play and doesn't take on the, when he plays against other really good players, he takes on that matchup. He, he, he's not hiding on the defensive side of the basketball. And that to, to me is very important for your leadership, but more importantly, the respect of your peers. So there are some players, Mo, who are, you know, LeBron James, you can argue is a better talent. You can argue KD, when I say a better talent, he's bigger, he's stronger, he affects the game in more ways than maybe Devin Booker. He can do something every Devin Booker can't do. Kevin Durant, Giannis, and those guys. However, Devin Booker is going to come up and show up. He's going to show up to that game and he's going to compete. And that to me is all you can ask. And I respect him for that. I think he's having a terrific season. He had another terrific season just a year ago. And it's just like sometimes, you know, you know, when you're like, like people can say that about Carl Malone, you can say that about Charles Barkley. Oh, they didn't win a championship. Da, 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 da. Well, however, you know what? If it, Michael Jordan was just a superior talent, there's mm-hmm. just, just, just no doubt. I mean, for, for those who watch the game and for us who play the game, listen, there's a reason those guys win multiple championships. Those guys are really, really that good. Okay. So I don't have a problem with a player like Devin Booker who shows up, shows up every single night, plays hard on both ends and plays a winning brand of basketball. All right. And I'm seeing this young man really develop his leadership skills right in front of us from mm-hmm. when he first came into the league. It's not like he came to the Phoenix Suns and they were a good team. They were one of the, they were struggling when he first got there. So to see him turn this franchise around, to see him overcome the obstacles, a oh, just a year ago, all right, less than a year ago, they lose a game seven, Mo, that I didn't know how they were going to respond the to. The worst game seven I've ever I mean, seen. Mo. Okay. Devin Booker, clearly he's regrouped. <laughs> Clearly, and they're down players, and they're still playing at a high level. So that speaks volumes about this young man. You put a challenge in front of him, Mo, mm-hmm. the man shows up. Now, I, that to me is all you can ask. You can't ask more than that. Now, when you meet some of these guys, Jokic, Jokic last year, Mo, what are you going to say? Yeah, I mean, nothing. that guy was playing lights out, right? That's the joker. You know, yeah, that's a, like, well, that's a, you just call Batman. You know, Joel Embiid. Yeah, Joel Embiid. What, what, what are you gonna do when Steph Curry is making shots? Yeah, when Steph Curry is making shots like he's doing, what are you gonna do? Like Nothing. you just gotta, you, just you gotta pray. roll with it. You just pray. You, that's all, that's all you can do, you know. So if, if that's what you're saying, I can live with that. But yeah. if those guys don't have their normal 
out of this world performance, Devin Booker's right there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like he's right there. Last season, he didn't have his first 40 point game until the team's 41st game. So halfway into the season. This year, he's already had two over the last six games or whatever it may be. He is in a zone and he is in a zone that many men find themselves in because he has one of the most public relationships and we don't do the gossip stuff. But the news, the headline news, main news outlets were reporting about his ending his relationship with the Kylie Jenner or Kendall Jenner, the Kardashian girl. And ever since then, he's been a whole different zone. You know, when you break up, break up the girl and you go to the gym and you get super hedged. You know, you just, no, no, I'm all about me. I'm in my grind now. Oh, she gonna regret this. That's what Devin Booker's doing. Salute to you, Devin. I see you. I see you, King. Yeah, that's what he's on right now. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at Devin Booker. I don't know what other people see, but you know what? I see arguably the best two guard in the NBA. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, I mean, mm-hmm. that, that young man there, hey, that you get, you could just say it. That man there is, he 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 makes his argument every night on the floor. Mm-hmm. He come he she shows up, okay. And you know what, Mo, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with this league, but I do I, I I know this. He gives himself a chance every game he plays in. Absolutely, and I, I, I I'll ride with that all day, every day, twice on Sundays. <laughs> okay, I'll ride with that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what, Devin Booker is a great, great player, and uh, he should be respected as such. So we would talk about James Harden returning, but if you've been listening to the show for a while, I can tell you exactly what BJ Armstrong will say about the Philadelphia 76ers and James Harden. Tyrese Maxey has to be the best player in the regular season for them to succeed. So we're not going to talk about that. We had more news today from our friend Shams Terrania, who may or may not be the owner of Twitter account Central. (laughs) He came out today and denied it. However, we all know the truth. (laughs) We're not going to get into that. (laughs) If you guys didn't know, the Twitter account, The Hoop Central, which is like a meme page that posts scores and highlights and basically got exposed for being Shams' burner account. But anyway, he came out with a tweet today that says, the NBA informed teams that the 2023-2024 season will start on October the 24th, 2023 and conclude April the 14th, 2024 which is just pretty much normal for an NBA season now, right? Mm -hmm. Noteworthy. Mm -hmm. If slash when an in-season tournament is approved, the initial schedule will have 80 games per team, not like the regular 82. And the remaining games scheduled after eight teams advance to knockout rounds of the in-season tournament. Do you think having two less games on the schedule is going to make any different and having perhaps more games for the eight teams who advance to this tournament is going to make any effect at all. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't quite understand Mo, but what I have come to understand at, at my age is that it always comes down to money and financially Mo, I have to take a little deep dive and find out how this is going to work out. I'm sure financially, it makes sense for the league, for the teams, for them to figure out how to do this. And then if you play an extra game or two, I don't know how, I don't know how that works at the moment. I, I, I'm not sure. Well, it, it doesn't like, I, 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 I have a hard time comprehending what's the problem. Like, 
you have you, you can you have an opportunity to play in 82 games. Like, you know, you hear some people say, oh, it's too many games. The travel is too hard. Da, 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 all these things. And I'm thinking, okay, Mo, I, 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 and, and, and in full transparency, all right, there were a lot of times where I didn't want to do the closeout drill <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. in practice. There were a lot of times, Mo, I didn't want to do the defensive slide drill. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of times, Mo, where I didn't want to do the film session. But, Mo, I can't recall a time where I just didn't want to play. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's like, wild to me. Yeah, you know, Mo, like, that one just, that's a new train of thought. Like, even in practice, you might not, okay, Hey guys, we're doing the shell drill. You're like, God, dang, man, I really want to do this. Okay, I got to box out. You know, we're doing the rotation drills. You're like, oh, you got to find, you know, you got to find your focus. But when coach said, hey man, we bought the scrimmage. Oh, okay. Yep. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> that's from fives. BJ, that's from fives. Yeah. Now you're happy, okay? Yeah. You're like, fives. okay. You know, like you said, Coach say, okay, we go scrimmage. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, not the, the energy goes up. Everyone starts talking trash. Now, oh, we keep a score. You know, doing the box out drill, everyone's just quiet. <laughs> you know, like, you know, doing the whatever, you know, the, the cutoff drills for, you know, full court defense. But I've never, ever experienced this as a player. So mm-hmm. I don't really know how to comment about it because I'm like, why are we taking away the games? Like, that's the... That was the most fun for me. Mo, you come to the arena, you smell the popcorn. You 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 you, you know, for us, we put our suit on. You you feeling good, Mo. You, you know, your hair no, is no your hair is tight. For BJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mo, you know, you, fresh you, trim. You, you got your weight. You, you got, got some, your waves. Maybe, maybe some sunglasses. Like, maybe hey, some Mo, sunglasses. I, had, I have a high top. You don't have hey. a high top fag on, Mo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm good, Mo. Have my sneakers. I'm ready to go. Like we get a chance to play a game. What is going on to where reported? I'm just saying being reported that guys don't want to play. Like it's too hard. Like, Mo, like I get the chance, Mo. I mean, we play four games in five nights. When I was young, I thought that was the greatest because Mo, that meant I didn't have to practice. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, I didn't have to practice, and all I had to do was play in the game. Now, as I got older, there were other things that I oh God, I couldn't get my body going. But, Mo, when I was young and I got a chance to play four games and five nights in four different cities in the NBA against the best players, Man. are you kidding me, Mo? I would, like, I would do Mo, literally anything to have that opportunity. Mo, <laughs> like, the coach couldn't practice. Mo, we couldn't practice. So there was no – Mo, we love playing on back-to-backs on a good team because you had a built-in excuse of slippage on the offense. Like we can't be (laughs) as sharp. So we had to play more isolation. And we were like, we had this thing where, you know, you tried to get hot because you knew if you were hot, you could carry a moment during the course of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, Bo, that was so much fun. It's like, okay, who going to feed the pig tonight? That's what we called it. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to feed the pig tonight? I was always Jordan, but at least we tried, you know, Mm -hmm. like, Bo, it was things like that. Like you're going, yeah, what happened? Like, why these guys don't want to play? Why they don't want to do you think, play in these games? Do you think that there's any incentive the league could give for a mid-season tournament that would 
actually entice the players to care more about that than the ultimate prize, which is the Larry O'Brien trophy? I, 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 Mo, I have no Mo, I, I This is beyond me. I, I really, I'm speechless. I don't know. I don't comprehend it. But obviously the league and the people who work in the league would know better than I do. I mean, Mo, like, like I, I, I always, before I even played in the NBA and, and if my friends called me and say, let's get a run, let's go get a run. That was, that's free of charge. Mo, I get a chance to get a run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mo, mm-hmm. not only do I get a chance to get a run, people show up. I got, I got, I got the, the ball boys giving me water, giving me towels. And all I got to do Mo is, is go out here and play for 48 minutes. I can't think of anything better. If I could, Mo, I'd still be doing it. So to me, it just, it must be something else that I'm not aware of, of why guys don't want to play. I mean, Mo, I can't think of anything better to go out and play in a game and get paid to do it. Man, I I, I wish I could go and do it. I wish I could go and do it right now. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying, so I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of getting out there and scrimmaging, guess who's scrimmaging right now on their way back from injury? Who's that? He's putting a smile on my face. Can you guess? Oh, oh, oh your guy Robert Williams is the Robert Time Lords. <laughs> NBA better watch out. The best team in the NBA is just about to get a whole lot better. Well, I'll tell you about. what, they're going to get better on the other side of the ball. That's for sure. Uh huh. Uh huh. And you get this aerial lob threat on the inside as well. I'm looking forward to it. You know, you know, Mo, who, you know who, you know who is really having a really nice season, and we're not talking about. We're gone. It's Marcus Smart. Yes. Excellent. Uh, seriously, I mentioned like, it the like, other day like, on the show. The amount of ten assist games he's had, how he's really dictating that offense. You know, Mo, I, I was, and I was watching the game the other day, and and I and I and I and I don't want to overlook guys like that because. You know, there's some players you watch and you go, these, these guys could have played in any era. Marcus Smart could have played in in Oh, he would have thrived. Nice. He would have thrived. Yeah, I mean, Imagine with hand checking. Yeah, how, I mean, much, how much better he'd be with hand checking allowed. I, I, no, and I was watching him the other night and I was thinking to myself, you know what the thing I respect about him every night, Mo, is he takes on his matchup every single night. On takes the it personally. And I, and, and, you know, I was looking at it, I was like, you know, we just kind of overlooked that now. You know, like, like I always question, like, why are why are we switching so much? Like, it'd be different if someone screens you, Mo, and you get tied up on the screen. Mm-hmm. If you just walk by another guy, you automatically switch now. Soft switching Marcus, is what they call it. Because, yeah. like, and, 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 and here's the thing. Because this really, really irritates me. Because it can be applied to any level of basketball. The lack of proper screens in the NBA. Guys oh, will just it, kind of walk just, up Mo, a little bit Mo, and Mo, just stand Mo, for got, a second. The player don't even yeah, go all the way around them and they're already walking towards the bus. No, yeah, th- it yeah, makes th- me yeah, sick. Th- yeah, Mo, Mo, I, I can't. You See, now you're going to really, Mo. I feel like an old man. Really I feel like I've been chilling with BJ too Well, no, no, you, you, no, Mo. It is, Back in my day, <laughs> screens were screens. <laughs> I know. It's not even a, it's not even back in the day, Mo. It's like, Mo, you and I are playing a, a, a two on two. Like, help at, me out a little bit. At this bit. point in my nope. basketball career, I think my best skill is screening. Any, uh, Mo, at, <laughs> guess what the hardest? Guess what the hardest play in basketball is to guard? 
the screen and roll. Okay. No one screens anymore. I'm so tired of watching all these big slip. Everyone wants to slip the screen. But that's another conversation. Sorry. But, sorry. About but that. if you I, do I manage to set a good screen, Marcus Smart will go through it. He will Marcus break will every bone in his body to get through the screen. And I was watching him the other other night, and he doesn't he he doesn't automatically switch. No, no, no. He no, takes no. on his matchup. He takes pride in it. And, and yeah, and and I and I I just want to I just want to say say that well, because you know what, Marcus, you know I know we call it. I'm just saying it. I don't know another term right now. It comes with the they say you know a throwback player. Mm-hmm. You know, Marcus is just. The guy just has a competitive edge to him that's necessary if you're going to have a winning team. Mm-hmm. And he fits that. He has a competitive edge about him. And here's the thing that's scary for the NBA. The Celtics have had a historically good offense. Everyone's shooting like 40% or better from three. You know, in transition, they're a nightmare. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum destroying guys. Marcus Smart orchestrating the offense. They've had one of the best offenses we've ever seen so far this season. But they've only been mediocre on defense. They've been a top 10 defense for like their last few games over the last like eight games. Mm-hmm. But over the, over the course of the whole season, the defense has only been me- mediocre. They've been outscoring teams. But now we're talking about Rob Williams coming back. Oh, if they can get the defense back to even close to what it was last year. Scary hours. Scary <laughs> hours. It's well, your favorite phrase. We're going to see. You know, we're, we're yeah, we're going to see. I, I'm, I, you know I'm I love the to. fact when you add... What's that? Today's the 1st of December, right? That means there's only 25 days until Christmas Day. And do you know what that means? I'm assuming the Celtics are playing on Christmas. Not only are they playing, they're playing the Bucks, And it always oh. delivers great matchups. The wow. NBA Christmas Day games. Oh, man. Now, there's a couple games in there. I mean, you know, there's, there's a couple games in there that... We're talking about, you know, the Knicks playing the Sixers. Cool, whatever. The Lakers going to <laughs> Dallas to get cooked. Okay, cool. The Grizzlies and the Warriors, that's cool. The Suns and the Nuggets, that's cool. But the Celtics and the Bucks. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. My family will not be seeing me on Christmas. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh. The Celtics and the Bucks. Oh. I just hope everyone's healthy. I hope Middleton's healthy. I hope Rob Williams is healthy. Mm. I hope Giannis is there and Tatum is there. Because that might just be the game of the season. That's how we started this episode, talking about our, the game of the season being the Warriors and the Mavs. But I think this will be the real game of the season on Christmas Day. I can't wait. Yeah. You know what? I just want to see good good competitive basketball. So I'm looking forward to every day. But that in particular has the potential to be a really good matchup. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. And while you guys wait for Christmas... There's only one place to be. And that's with your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast, the Hoop Genius Podcast, brought to you NBA 2K23. <laughs> so make sure you're locked in. Don't go anywhere. If you haven't yet, send me your screenshot of your Spotify top podcast because I'm planning a nice little reward for our most faithful and loyal listeners. And I hope, because there's no limit on how many people can have that, I hope there's even more of you that haven't sent your screenshots yet. And I hope by next year, because if we weren't on your top list right now, first of all, I don't know who you're listening to, but you shouldn't be listening to them. You should be listening to us, but start working for next year. Got to check out every episode every day. I just want to finish by saying thank you to all of you guys once again, because that's why we do this. 
BJ as well, I'm sure echoes the same sentiment. And BJ, thank you to you for being with us for all of these episodes. Hey, hey, thank you, Mo. They say it's a gift when you find a podcast that's going to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. So thank you to the people. Facts. And Mo, we got to keep doing what we do. Oh, man, we're going to have another 200 more, man. Maybe 300 more. Like, this time <laughs> Who knows? We ain't stopping anytime soon. You guys, leave a review, leave a rating that helps us in the podcast charts. Subscribe, share with a friend. If you want to give a great Christmas present to your friend, introduce them to the Hoop Genius Podcast. That's all they need. But in the meantime, you guys make sure you get buckets.